Mark. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? What's up? Tell me. How's so, how are things going? Oh, good, dude. But um, so real quick, we're here. It is. We're uh, making a run on. I guess it's like my third season of the vent. Sure. Ish. Kind of. Well. That first season was a little short-lived, but I used January just sort of as a benchmark. But, you know, I obviously I wanted to – I needed a little personal hiatus, and also I wanted a break because someone moved to Utah. Yeah. I wonder if anyone can guess who that is. So you're here now. I am. In the pod bay. Yes. Tell me about that move. Oh, man, where do I start? Let's see. Getting all of our stuff together – it was pretty interesting. Never had to really do anything like that before. Other than, other than before, you know. Yeah. And even then, we didn't have a lot of shit, so. Right. Um, we hired this moving company based on the quote they gave us. Um, they told us they'd be able to get us our shit within seven to ten days for pickup. So we were like, all right, fine, we'll go with you. You're the cheapest so far. Yeah. And you've offered, you know, the quickest time to get us our shit. And guess what? We still don't have our shit. Yeah, it sounds like someone's gonna get someone's gonna get a little ass whooping or little, yeah. little ear reaming or ear fucked. Yeah, and I feel tomorrow. bad for. I've talked to two different girls in this company, and I've already like chewed their ass. And I feel bad because it's not their fault. They still work for the company. They do. So they they've already gotten a, a year and a half full from me and Jen, my fiance. So hopefully they can get us our shit by tomorrow, if not, you know. At least this week, or else I'm gonna fucking call them back and just fucking rip them a new one, because it's bullshit. And they're also trying to overcharge us. Yeah, did this I, whole. Did I mention that? No. Well, so I think it kind of stems from the sort of mass exodus we're seeing in certain places, right? I mean, so to put it in context, we talked about it a bunch. I mean, you claim to have lived in the same suburb as every other fucking suburb in the country, or whatever the fuck. I think clearly now that you're here, you may realize how awkward of a statement that actually is. But um, New York is not, you know, I'm a New Yorker too. Like, that's, you know, that's, at least that's where I grew up. And, you know, I guess when I was young, it really didn't have an impact on me. But now that I'm like an adult and I like freedom and stuff and guns and like all that, you know, uh, you don't, you can't have that in New York. Yeah. I mean, so far here for me, I'm, lo- I'm loving the zero traffic. Yeah. So, so that I promise you though, that that will slightly change. Like, You'll get used to ridiculous Utah traffic, like isn't New York traffic, but you know, like obviously, and obviously, like you're like basically permanently working from home unless you decide to change jobs. So like, traffic isn't going to be a huge part of your life, but you know that's one of the reasons why I moved down to where I live now, because um, the 15 can get a little stupid, but it's nothing like where you're from. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, dude, just look at everything that's going on in like some of these states. It's pretty wild, man. I mean, I'm I'm kind of over the whole COVID thing. It's it is what it is. It happened. Fucking people. I think a lot of people had to reassess sort of where they're at though, you know? So what was like, what is really the, I guess we've never even talked about it. What was like the key thing for you guys to leave? Uh, work. Um, we wanted to, we were planning on moving out of the state for quite a bit, you know, and I brought it up to my, my job. They told me, you know, well, where are you planning on moving? We were like, well, you know, we're thinking of either, either Utah or Florida. You know, and then we did some other research on, you know, different things as far as, like, my health and everything like that, her health and whatever. Um, but, yeah, eventually my job was just like, all right, 
Utah it is. And they're like, all right. And then nice. shit just took off from there. That's awesome. I guess because they already have people down here in the southeast, so there's really no one out here except for, like, in California. Well, yeah, because you've done so. You've traveled out here, right? Like, mm-hmm. as a rep for a couple different things. So right, I mean, yeah. I'm sure some of that stuff might – maybe you'll have to do that again or whatever. But, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I think a lot of businesses are going to have to kind of take a hard look at, like, the work-from-home aspect. I mean, I feel like it could also reduce a lot of overhead. But Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, pretty clutch, man. To, you know, you're uh, – your New York salary's got to go a lot, a lot longer here in a I hope so. in Utah. You know, I mean, you, you, it's funny because you text me all the time about all these little trivial things that are super cheap. You know, and to me, it's kind of whatever because I've lived in a few different states. I guess since you and I like weren't near each other, or whatever, like post Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. But I've lived, I was stayed in, and I've lived in a couple other states. Like Virginia was sort of a certain price point. Missouri was sort of a certain price point. Obviously, like a lot of weird things are super expensive at Okinawa. At least when you have, you know, a young daughter or something. Like buying a fucking thing of milk is like way more expensive than maybe people would realize. Like shit yeah. like that. So it is kind of funny though. Like when you put a lot of that stuff in context, like um, it's not just gas. You know, like it's yeah. it's fucking everything. It's like it's like your personal your favorite personal pan pizza at a grocery store. Could be like half the cost, you know, for whatever reason. It's I don't, not more, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know what it is, but like, yeah, cigarettes, like all that shit, all these stupid things that people have, like you don't realize, like in some places, where, especially like, I guess it's it, it often seems to cities in general, like wherever there's a lot of people, or if you're near that, you know, everything is just priced higher. It's wild. But yeah, it's fucking hilarious to read some of your text sometimes like holy shit like it's so much cheaper like that's like yeah it's dude, a fucking world yeah it just it, it, i mean yeah for sure i mean that's why i think that's really the context behind why we fucking laugh at you whenever you said i live in like it's <laughs> like yeah dude like i get it you live in a suburb but you don't live in a suburb like every other fucking suburb you know because yeah. there's still a whole lot of residual it just be the same in every other big city though la san francisco any of these huge places like yeah yeah cool you don't live right in like downtown right. But you're still feeling the effects of living near a massive metropolitan area, you know? Yeah. I mean, we where, I was, where I was, you don't see shit except for, like, the next house over here. Yeah. I'm looking outside, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. No, well, I mean, obviously, like, Utah is clearly a bit more unique than maybe um, some other places. But, yeah, dude. I mean, I fucking love it here. I don't I, – I'm not, like, totally married to it. But obviously, things are going really well for my family, so it's not – anything I'm looking to do, but I can definitely say like, I would likely never live in New York again. Yeah. I guess uh, you, know, you have to see what happens. Can't predict the future. Yeah. But it'd have to be a pretty killer opportunity, I guess if, to, yeah. to ever get me back there. But someone wants to offer me like a million dollars to work back in New York. <laughs> I'll fucking move right yeah, back. Yeah. I'd, I would, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd get a U-Haul later on, later on tonight, buddy. I mean, I'm just saying it is what it is. Oh man. Yeah, it's. I think you got out in the nick of time, though, bud. Yep. Personally, because I mean, all this. I mean, I don't know, dude. I I want to try to steer clear as much politics as possible, but things are not good in New York. Well, even if you don't want to talk about the politics of it, I left at the end of February to be here in March. Just think of how many people actually want to move out of these states, like California, New York, but are waiting just because the weather is too cold. And they want to do it when it's nicer or whatever. That's if I would have waited another month or two, it would have been ridiculous, probably. Yeah. Well, just even traveling across the country or whatever, but... Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. Plus, that was like, a hell of a trip. 
yeah, so talk about that a little bit. Like, what, you did some cool shit on the way down here. Huh? You saw some cool shit. Uh, we stopped in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. We went to uh, the ever famous Titanic Museum there, where they kind of built it. It looks like the first half or the front half of the Titanic itself. Yeah, I don't know if like some of our listeners might remember. That's a weird thing for you. You right, have yeah. you have, like you have a thing about the Titanic. We can maybe go into more detail with that later. But so that was a big thing for you, though. That's not like a small thing. No, right. And then another big thing for me was they have this thing called the East Alcatraz Crime Museum, and they have Ted Bundy's car there, one of his uh, Volkswagen Beetles, Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool. I wanted to lean over and touch it, but it says don't touch, and there's cameras everywhere, so I didn't know if I should or not. And I couldn't. They had, like, a barrier, like, four feet away. I probably would have had to hop the barrier just to touch it. Yeah, you'd fallen in, like, you would have had, like, a fucking Harambe situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was was cool. They also had... uh, your boy, your Buffalo Bill running back, O.J. Simpson, the Bronco there, too. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that whole museum was awesome. What a weird, I mean, what a odd place for these museums to wind up, though. Very strange, right? It's just like, you know. It's like in the middle. Pigeon Forge is an interesting area uh, altogether. It's just like. You've been to Orlando, you've been outside, like, the Disney area, you just see, like, a whole bunch of fucking t shirts. Three for two, ten dollars, whatever, like stores like that. It's kind of like that, and then a bunch of museums and go kart places. That's great. Yeah, so I just I've been I think I've been like near enough to pass mm. Pigeon Forge, but it, I was always after like trying to get to Knoxville to go see like mm. the Ball Stadium and shit. Like never occurred to me to like stop and go check out like the Titanic Museum or randomly in like landlocked Tennessee of all places. You right. know what I mean? Like you'd think that place would be like in New York or something, like a place where. The Titanic was supposed to like go, right. you know. So, but and then they, I know um, they have a really fascinating like forensic. This is like when we used to watch the CSI shows and stuff. They had like a forensic place there where people who have donated themselves to science or whatever, like all these people can learn the different stage. Like forensic cops can learn the stages of like decomposition and stuff with bodies. So there seems to be some kind of weird attraction of like crime or big crime in Tennessee. Um, so I guess it makes a little more sense, but like Ted Bundy didn't have anything to do with Tennessee. Well, he was straight out of Utah and Washington. And Wa- so Washington, Utah and Florida. Right. Yeah. And like, you're like, okay, so let's put his beetle in Tennessee. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, even OJ, did he have anything to do with Tennessee? Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, obviously his stuff is just there just because now it's become like a crime museum or whatever, but yeah, it's pretty wild. I wonder if there's, like, a chain of custody. Like, is it still technically evidence, you know? Like, is there a chain of custody? You know what I mean? I wonder, like. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because they had other shit of his, like, uh, I think it was his mom gave him, like, a radio to listen to while he was in death row. And they had that. Huh. They had fucking John Wayne Gacy's clown outfits and his wallet with his his Visa man, or his Visa card and his, his Millionaire's Club card. That's crazy. Yeah, see, those guys have been totally adjudicated, though. Right. And I guess, like, well, I guess technically OJ has as well. For the because he's you can't you can only be tried for the same shit so many fucking times like because he he was not guilty in mm-hmm. court and then in civil court found guilty like so I don't know how much more they could fucking do to him but yeah it's just what a strange thing like those other guys are gone right. it would sort of make sense that their stuff might be left somewhere where OJ is like playing golf in Florida somewhere you know weird yeah I wonder how that even works would he even be allowed to be like can I have my car back. Well, I got, you got to think it was he probably buy it back. Yeah, well, you got to think he lost it in the trial because it would have become 
such a substantial piece of evidence after he was on his little fucking drive or whatever, you know. Plus, the, I mean, the, you know, there's some evidence that suggests there was blood in the car. Depending on what documentaries and shit you watch, you know. So I don't know, dude. Yeah, pretty wild. What a what a cool little fucking pit stop, though. It was. And we actually stopped at two places in Tennessee. Tennessee's a long state to drive. It is, yeah. It's, but we it's, didn't realize it, w- it would be, but it was. So I, I've driven across it too, but that's because it's like I love it. It's right. like you know, it's where I was born. So it's a beautiful state. I think our next stop was actually like the favorite, my favorite part of the trip. We stopped in uh, Memphis. And we saw we visited Graceland, the home of Elvis Presley. So that's a thing for people, man. It doesn't make my pants move, bro. You know, like, I don't know. I don't, that ain't a place for me at all. Like, um, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Some people are into it. Like, I'm not a, I don't care for his music. I don't care for his story, I guess. Like, aside from Forrest Gump, that's probably not even true or obviously not even true. Like, I don't give a fuck about it, you know, I guess. It's just me, though. I mean, he has good music. I like his songs and I like his music. It's just, I, I guess I never really gave a shit about his life either. But when you're there, and they have they have so much shit. At well, yeah, probably. I guess if I ha- if I could go to Graceland, like it might change my mind. But yeah, man. It's just when you hear about everything that he like kind of went through at his age, because he was you know famous and wealthy. Like he was 22 years old, 22 yeah. years old when it started. So like, you know, he bought this ranch or not this ranch, this mansion for like a hundred grand back then. Was probably quite a bit of money today. And just, they have shit, they have like a fucking box of crayons from when he was a kid. <laughs> and I'm one of this, I'm like, why the hell do they have this? Well, that's because, well, I would imagine that Elvis has just become like so much larger than life. I mean, he's like, you know, anything that's attached to Elvis, even remotely, like people find value in it. Like my, my aunt, you know, well, my great aunt, my grandmother's sister, twin sister is like nuts for Elvis and loves Elvis. Like she would, you know, for someone like her, like it would be insane to like go there and see all those things I, she may have i have no idea if she's ever been or not but yeah a box of crayons that elvis had to some people have a pretty substantial amount of value one thing i did learn when i was there that i'd never known or knew is that he almost didn't exist so like his he had a twin brother that came out first who was stillborn mm. and then like five minutes later he came out wow and i was like wow so like I've never heard that. So if I guess their mom only had the one child, it wouldn't even have been him. It would have been this other guy, you know, if he survived, which I, he didn't. But he did and became what he is. Wow. That's interesting. That was interesting, yeah. I mean, they're all buried there. His mom, his dad, him, uh, his stillborn brother. They're all there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Worth the stop then for you? Definitely. Yeah. I would recommend anyone... Uh, to go there and visit that place, it's pretty cool. Huh. Pretty good experience because they have all these cars. So I'm guessing Jan was into all this too, though. Like it didn't. It, this wasn't like a, something you had to fight over. To no, I, I mean, she wasn't exactly like. I guess her pants didn't move to go see it either. But <laughs> now that she saw it, she was like, "Wow, that was really cool." I so I would have to I would have to concede that if I it's not a place I would chase to go to. Like I'm not going to plan a fucking vacation around it. Mm-hmm. But like if I stopped, I would imagine my opinion would probably change. It's easy for you to go to the Jack Daniels Distillery and fly out of that's Memphis. The other end of the states, though. Okay. Drive to Memphis because that's where your flight's leaving. And then oh, we're here in Memphis. Like Let's go see Five-hour drive or something, you know? Like that's a long drive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would much rather just go to Knoxville. I'll wind up in Memphis, I'm sure, for some reason, and somebody will drag me to Graceland, and I'll have to 
pout my way around it, but <laughs> it is what it is. I'd rather go see like some Johnny Cash shit or something. Yeah. I don't know if I doubt he has like a fucking. Isn't he from there too? Uh, yeah, he's from so I think more Nashville. I don't know if that's where he's like from, but okay. a lot of those those guys in that time and that sort of rockish, countryish kind of thing had places there, you know, because that was like where they're. Yeah, because I think Dolly Parton's from there too. Yeah, it's like the a hub. Dolly World there yeah. or whatever for her. That's the hub of uh, that sort of style of music, man. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think the next, and then our next stop, we stayed in Dallas for the night. I think the, the funniest thing about going to Dallas on the way was somewhere around Childress, Texas. I, I noticed, and it's it just stuck in my head. There's a, there's a sign inside the road that said, uh, "Warning: Hitchhikers might be escaped convicts." Those are fun. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, no. So those are interesting. I've, you, you'll if you drive enough, you're gonna you're bound to pass that shit at some right. point. Like, I've seen that in a few places. Like, I wherever. That's hilarious. I, I wish I could have taken a picture of it. I was like, "Oh, I'll see another one," but I didn't. Yeah. Wherever the, wherever there's big, fucking penitentiaries and shit in the states, dude, those signs like will be for miles around. You know, I think that's fucking hilarious. You're like, "Oh shit!" Like, what? A, this is such a this is a normal occurrence. Like. You know, that, that you got to put a fucking sign up on? You know, that what are they escaping like every fucking couple days or what? What the fuck? Like, I mean, we, we drove by certain areas where you would, you know, you don't even see a gas station for 30, 40 miles. And yeah. there's people walking up the road. Oh, really? And you're like, where the fuck are these people coming from? That's a little strange. And then in the, they'd walk in the opposite direction that you're that we were going. You know, we, did not, we didn't see any down cars on the side of the road or anything. It's like, where are these guys coming from? Mm. That's a little I weird. It was odd. Moab's kind of like that. Moab, Utah, because it's like a lot of people are like hiking and camping and stuff out mm-hmm. there, so they're kind of it's a very transient kind of town. So like people people walk through there, but you're like, man, there's some long stretches where you're just kind of like, holy shit, like you got some water. Yeah, there ain't fucking nothing out there, bro. Like I don't know, man. Not yeah. for not for me. Not this recruit. I don't think we really didn't do anything else. Really, that's that. And we stopped in Albuquerque. We drove past the Grand Canyon. We couldn't go to it because we, it would have added. They only had one entrance open, so it would have added like an extra five hours yeah. on top of our seven-hour drive. Yeah, when you get into that area, like it's tricky, man, and you can't. Um, so, like as the crow flies, these places aren't that far apart, but there's no fucking roads that like match that. So, you know, at the southern end of like Utah specifically, you you know, east to west of the state is not very long, but. Mm-hmm it takes like seven hours to get from one side to the other because you have to go way north and then down again, you know? So some places are just like this. It's weird. Yeah, I think, I mean, even though we didn't do anything, the drive from Albuquerque to Kanab, Kanab? Kanab? I think it's Kanab. I don't know. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you guys did that. Stayed in those little cabins, like in the, in the Red Rock. I mean, sure, uh, coming out of New York City or whatever, like growing up in that part of the state, like that's, a whole different experience from 100%. Yeah, anything you might see. It was, so, it was cool. Yeah, so that's like, it's got a very uh, very picturesque kind of vacation feel to it, you know? Right, yeah. So it's it's actually, it's tricky. Like, it's not something you're ever going to get used to. Even every time I drive down to, I've driven through St. George multiple times. I've stayed there now. I still get a kick out of it because it's just so different. You know? oh, it's yeah. super unique. But, uh, yeah, same with uh, my buddy Tony, my friend Tony. When we were driving down there, we did some golf earlier in February. It was just a fun drive. He was tripping over some of the scenery and shit. You know, it's just, it's oh, yeah. just different. So I, I dig it. I like. I like. I'm a. I'm a road trip kind of guy. 
I like road trips, but I, I probably never do an across country one ever again. That gets, I mean, that's a tough, that's tough, man. It's like I drove the whole, the whole crew from Virginia. Mm-hmm. We did it over three or four days, I think. And it was rough. It was a big ask. I mean, we were packed in there pretty good. Obviously, like this is a, that was like a military move. So right. you guys um, were able to sort of pare all your shit down. I mean, it, you know, where us, like there was a lot of stuff we just couldn't get rid of, you know. So right. we had to, but obviously, you know, the government was paying for us to move, so it was a little different, you know. But yeah, I man. I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna go chasing a cross country trip anytime soon. If I am, it'll be in like one of those big old fucking. I'm, I've been thinking about renting one of those like big old tour bus RV deals. Now that would be fun. Like for a little bit, you know. I don't even go to, they, go to Deadwood. Well, you just stop whenever the fuck you want to stop. You right, know, anywhere. Like, pretty much, like, right? Yeah, and you can crash out and sleep and all that shit. So I wouldn't have to worry about my fucking dogs, like any of that stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I know we got we have some, some plans going on. With, uh, we want to go see Deadwood. We want to go see Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I've, I've been still- yeah I've been wanting to go out there. Um, specifically to the Dakotas for a long time. Those are two states. I'm, I'm on a mission. I'm, wasn't something I ever intended to do, but I just started traveling the country. So like I've been to a whole bunch of states and I'm pretty fucking close to like being to all of them. So, and conveniently there's like some cool shit to go see out there. Right. So I need to get out there. Um, we've talked about the same thing as like flying out there and picking up the RV on that end and then driving it back. But I mean, I don't know what that, that tends to, that can tend to make your trip really expensive. Right, yeah. They don't like to have their stuff dropped off on the other end, you know, and left there kind of deal. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know how that works with, especially with RV, with rental car companies. I guess it's easy because they're well, I think chains I, basically. I wouldn't be, yeah, because I wouldn't be surprised if it was a thing for RV because there are some of those big RV rental companies. So it's something I got to look into, but right, yeah. You know, the, our fucking kids are so damn busy during the summer, dude. It's hard to even plan for shit like that. You know, one thing I did think that was weird coming out here, though? We saw two different cars with Hawaii license plates. Mm, military, you I think? guess, yeah. Transferred over. But also, there's a ton of Islanders and Hawaiians and stuff here in Utah, a lot more than people would realize. Mm. And it's, it's, you know, it's a religion thing. A lot of them have, like, we see them, um, I have friends on the golf course that grew up in Hawaii. A lot of people. So yeah, it's, it's, it's surprising at first, but, um, there's some cultural components to why you might see that. Plus like Hill Air Force Base or whatever. You got to remember like you're inside the States or Hawaii, they will transport one car for you, you know? So like we're in Oak and Okinawa, they wouldn't do that, but it doesn't make sense then. Yeah. It's not, I guess it's not to burst your bubble, but it's not as rare a thing, I guess, <laughs> as you might think. But, Still uh, awkward to see. Yeah, it's well, yeah, for sure. When you're out in the middle of a fucking desert, you're right. like, oh shit, dude, from Hawaii, that's weird. But yeah, there were there were some pretty sketchy parts where I'm like, fuck, I hope there's a gas station soon. Oh really? Were you yeah. pushing it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we would. She would want to push it a little more than I do. Yeah. Let's just say she'd be like, no, we're good. When the when it says we have like 40 miles left, we get gas. I'm like, uh, what if it's on a gas station? <laughs> yeah, I mean. That's one of those, I mean, it's hard to, you'd think it'd be easier to plan now, but it's it's not. No. So. Yeah. We definitely didn't think we'd have to get gas as much as we did, but we did. Mm-hmm. Especially once we came out here and, you know, going up and down more. Well, yeah, but, so, actually, I never even told you that. We should probably look at getting that car, um, get a high altitude tune on it. It'll help it run a little better, a little breathe, breathe a little more. Mm-hmm. 
She could probably take it into whoever services it and see if they can change the tune. See if it's a thing or not. I'm sure. Yeah. There's a lease, so I would just go to Mazda and ask them to look at it. Yeah. See if a high end or a high altitude tune is even something that they do. So like if you buy a car here, it's gonna be tuned for here, but mm -hmm. it matters. They don't breathe as good. You'll notice when you're driving up the mountains and shit, like my truck hates it. It runs good down here, but going up and in, into Park City and stuff. I noticed when I came up your stairs. Yeah, I don't have. I need a tune. Also. I don't have a fucking high altitude tune at all. It's like, fuck, dude. Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. I'm glad you're here. Glad you guys are here and comfortable. Hopefully, get your shit all figured out, though. It's a little frustrating, huh? Yeah. But, yeah. We're happy to be here. Yeah. So far, so good. She's Got liking it. Tournament's coming up. I mean, it's good to have you, man. Yeah. I, I haven't had. Back. I haven't had, like, a friend. Like, you know, I have a few work friends or something. We don't hang out all the time, but I haven't had, like, a friend that I spend, like, a lot of time with around in, like, years. Like, years, years. You know, like, right. more than 10, probably. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've already watched, what, like, two UFC fucking events? Well, they're just on every fucking, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, you did. I mean, you only live fucking five miles down the road or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, it's not even far, so. Yeah. yeah it takes 10 minutes to get here. It's interesting. On a Saturday or Sunday afternoon in Queens, it would have taken me a half hour to get to <laughs> yeah. five fucking miles. That's funny. Same fucking suburb that, like, everybody else get out of here. <laughs> That's great. Well, at least you don't have a fucking shitbag governor anymore. Also true. Fuck that guy. You're changing everything, right? Like, you're, you're changing everything over? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I got an appointment tomorrow morning to get my license done. Dude, so, that's kind of... I figured, like, our first topic or whatever, might, we would do, like, the cancel culture shit that's going on. Works for me. It's a little crazy. I don't like, like it. But it's not, it's not like, fair. They don't, you know, if you're going to cancel people, cancel everybody. Like, Cuomo should, his ass should be canceled. Like, 100%. He's a fucking dirtbag, right? Gina Carano thinks a little differently. Canceled. Right? Like, but not, but not the star. But not, not the Mando guy who says all kinds of crazy shit and actually has said some of the same stuff that she has, not canceled. Right, well, he's the star. Right. Mr. Potato Head, canceled. It's just, it's yam. It's yam. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, so I, I was like, that one was, that one was particularly shocking to me, because there is a Mrs. Potato Head, right? But also, you've successfully taken what was basically, to my knowledge, someone can email me and tell me otherwise, the first like totally gender fluid toy ever because you could make the potato head anything you wanted. Right, the original potato head. head it like, even came with earrings and stuff and like, like red lips, right? Yeah. yeah, like you could make it. It was fucking non-binary gender fluid, dude. And they still canceled it. Like I don't get it, right? And then there was the then they did the Mrs. Potato Head. Like yeah. I don't know if they, I don't know if Mrs. Potato Head was a thing. Or if Toy Story is the reason why Mrs. Potato Head became a thing. I'm not sure. But there were multiple different Potato Heads. There's, like, plenty of ways to... So I don't understand what, what are you saying when you're... You know, how does this start? Like, how does someone just be like, you know what, I don't like the fact that it's Mr. Potato Head. Right, is it just the fact... Like, how do these fucking things even catch traction? Is it just because of the fact that the name has Mr. in it? As I, as I understood it, that's kind of what it was, yeah. Like, Well, then I know. guess Mr. Poppy's next, because Mr. No. Poppy brand is yeah. Mr. I don't. We can't assume that the coffee maker is a fucking male. Right. So we can't assume. We can't assume gender. But we're totally okay when we say, this man is now a woman, 
and going to compete against biological women. Like, the, you know, at that point, it's totally cool. But right. when it comes to a gender fluid fucking potato head, we got an issue. Like, we have an issue when people start bitching about gender on inanimate objects. Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah. Now, tell me about what do you know about Dr. Seuss and all that? Like, uh, I guess, like, he's how many fucking Dr. Seuss books are there? I have no idea. There's a shitload of them. There's a lot of, like, ones, I, like, the famous ones. There's like a, he has, like, a whole shitload of other So books. there's loads and loads of these books, right? And yeah. I guess there's, like, six of them. Now, I haven't even really looked too much into this Dr. Seuss thing because I'm just totally fed up with it. Like, But I guess there were, like, six of them. And I don't even think they were, like, that famous. And somehow they got targeted for, like, cancellation, right? But, like, it's like Dr. Seuss is on the fucking chopping block, man. I'm like, I don't understand, dude. It's fucking stupid. Now, Universal Studios, they, they have, like, a Dr. Seuss land in Islands of Adventure. And they're talking about, like, either removing shit or, I guess, getting rid of the whole land. Like, But none of the shit... None of the famous shit that's, like, in that land or in those books had anything to do with those six books that they want to cancel. That's what I don't get. So I don't, under, I don't understand. Maybe because, well, cause he, because of those six had some racial undertones to it, the other ones we have to get rid of. Too, Dude, like, how many Disney movies have awkward racial undertones in them, though? Fucking hell. There's a shitload of them. But, like, my thing is, like, Dude, I'm a pretty big free speech advocate. I think I always have been, and I've said that multiple times on here. Mm-hmm. If you have, like, some kind of fucked up thoughts, I actually want you to tell me your stupid fucked up thoughts. I don't have to agree with them, but I want to know you for you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just give people a pass where they're, like, pretending to not be something that they are, and then you've built them into these super famous people. I'd rather them just come out with it. As offensive as it might be to some people, at least you fucking know. You know, like... Like, right. fuck, man. Like, like, I mean, free speech is free speech, dude, but it, it doesn't mean you're free of consequences, right? So say whatever the fuck you want to say, and, and society will deal with you, and if it's cancel culture, fine. But what I'm what I'm saying is, like, that's like a person, like that country singer who, uh, what do you say, the N-word or something, I think, on a, on a live, and then this other kid from the basketball community said, like, a anti-Semitic, like, mm-hmm. Jewish term, um, and claims he didn't even know what it meant or whatever, but... You know, those people deserve to have some consequences, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Thomas, the golfer, he, he used, a, he used like, a homophobic slur. You know, there's some consequences there for when you say shit like that. But at the same time, like, if you're blatantly racist, like, I kind of want you to single yourself out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That way that way, society can deal with you. But uh, this whole ret- the whole retroactive stuff where, like, suddenly, you know, why don't we just pile up all our books and burn them, man? Fuck it. Let's do it. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like... How far how far removed from something like that are we? Like, well, I mean, these days you have to, I guess, throw your cell phone in the fire too. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, I'm just I'm reading like a I'm not even going to mention the name of the book. People will think I'm crazy, but I'm reading a book that has some incredible historical uh, context for like all of this stuff, mm. and it's wild, man. Like, we're quickly becoming like what once was. You know, like we're not learning from. We've decided to just ignore history, right? In a lot of ways, you know. But, yeah, I just wonder, like, at what point are we going to have, like, democratically led fucking book burnings and shit? You know? Is that where we are? Like, I hope not. Dude, you remember the book To Kill a Mockingbird? Mm-hmm. So that's an uneasy kind of book to read. But mm-hmm. that was the fucking point, dude. Like, right. And people want to cancel that. Like, why do you want to cancel that? Why wouldn't you want kids to learn what it might have been like, you know, in, in, in the South or whatever, like, at a certain time, you know, depending on what, you know, what neighborhood you grew up in? what color your skin was, like how your socioeconomic status would affect how people treated you. 
you know, like right. that's an uneasy book. And like, I want my kids to read that. I want them to understand. So they, they understand like how bad it once was, you know, and how far we've come or how bad it still could be. Some yeah. Well, so why, I mean, I, the historical value of all this stuff, it's shocking to me. Coincidentally, she wrote a second book. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. Harper Lee. These are some of my favorite books. I feel like you can learn a lot from them. But yeah, it's wild. Man. Like, what are we, so we're just going to, we're going to get rid of those books. We're not going to let people read them. Well, I guess they're going to have to uh, decide whether they, what they want the kids to learn these days. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like they want them to learn much. Whether it's from the manufacturer history, you know? Yeah. Which isn't right either. No. Well, I mean, there's been uh, governments that have tried. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just put it out there. Uh, yeah, I don't um, – it's interesting how deep some of that stuff goes. Like, you know, what if this side or that side is um, in power – you know, it can have a pretty big impact on education and stuff. I'm kind of seeing some of that stuff with my kids now, mm-hmm. you know, and like, you wonder like, you know, being like a veteran or whatever, I wonder like, what are they going to teach my kids about the shit I've actually experienced? You know, what are they going to tell them? I'm not quite there yet, but you know what I mean? Those days are coming, dude. Like, yeah, they're already taking shit out of textbooks, aren't they? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying like, you know, my daughter's 13. Like, she's going to start learning, like, history of, like, the 90s and the early 2000s. Like, she's going to ask me about the Iraq conflict and shit, like, the war. And I'm like, I've been there. But under what context is she going to ask me? That's what I'm... It's so weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, what... What, you know... Have they canceled that? You know, like, what are they going to leave out? Yeah. Because they can. Or because they want to. Yeah. How inconvenient it could be, you know? Like, I'm just like, what... You know, want to, fuck, I wish someone would tell me the truth about why I was there. You know, like, what? You know what I mean? Like, we still don't know. No. <laughs> that's that's my point, dude. Like, so are we just going to leave all that out? Or because they were, you know, most, well, I say most, but there were a shitload of Democrats that were pretty pro-war, too. Matter of fact, I think Trump has apparently been the only non-pro-war guy here recently. Biden took office and started dropping bombs on motherfuckers. Like, again, dude, I can't help it bring it up sometimes but i honestly don't even think he knew anything was going on oh i'm sure i'm sure old harris engineered that or actually they claim they didn't even tell her mm-hmm. yeah the fucking guy doesn't even ask, answer questions she wears the pants that's the weirdest that. thing she literally wears the pants in that literally relationship right, yeah. and she wears those little pantsuits but whatever dude got my stimmy coming hell yeah <laughs> another one my little, Just in time for St. Patrick's. Oh, yeah, dude. My little $1,400 fuck trophies, man. It's, fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally paying off. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna go buy him. I'm going to go buy him a fucking bunch of Dr. Seuss books, dude. <laughs> just those six. I should. Just those I should six. Just go find the six that got canceled. I won't even read them. I won't even let my kids read them. I'll just buy them just to piss people off. And then we'll get. We'll go ahead and get them the Pepe Le So I guess. So I, oh, fuck. I forgot about Pepe Le Pew. Dude. He was pretty egregiously, like, sexualized, I guess, but, like, it's a fucking cartoon. Like, you would think people, you know, so what I found, what I found really interesting, though, and it was pretty, it was actually pretty telling, okay? I saw some meme, and this lady was like, oh, cool, you canceled Pepe Le Pew. Now my son can safely play Grand Theft Auto, where he lit a hooker on fire. So he didn't have to pay her. Yeah, like, (laughs) what the fuck, like, what are we doing? What are we talking about when this is, that shit is acceptable, you know? Dude, my kids are down there playing Fortnite, murking each other, and they got all these fucking dancers and all this stuff. Like, when I was here in July, your son was playing this. I'm like, "What game are you playing?" He's like, "Oh, murder or something." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> all right. So oh, they, I think he. The, 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 there's like these Roblox games and all this yeah. shit. Like, dude, come on, man. And you're talking about a fucking 1950s fucking skunk. <laughs> you know. 
So my friend posted this funny picture. I just I found it earlier before we started here. And you, you know the, the dad, Red Foreman, in that 70s show? He's always calling people dumbass. So I, I admittedly didn't ever care for that show, but I do like the dad. He's funny. He's great. But you know that that meme that goes around where the guy's drinking coffee and it says, change my mind? Yeah, they put it. Okay. So it, there's one of Red Foreman sitting there reading a the newspaper, and the sign says, canceling fictional characters just makes you look like a dumbass. Change my mind. <laughs> And it's true. Well, th- exactly, dude. Like, where are we? Look, dude, uh, people have said things that have offended me, right? Like, it, I don't – I think it's human nature. Like, some things are going to hurt your feelings. Fuck, dude. I went through Marine Corps boot camp, dude. They said all kind of shit that hurt my feelings, dude. And they give zero fucks. Zero fucks, you know? I mean, yeah, okay, maybe that's an extreme example because clearly I chose to be there. But, dude, wow. Like, Sad world. That's my point, though. It's like, who sat around and was like, you know what? That old fucking skunk, Peppy Le Pew, man, that really bothers me. And it should bother everybody else, too. Yeah, he loved that I guess what I'm too hard. Like, I'm just saying, like, where where does how, does how does these things, how do they gain so much traction? That's the part I'm missing. It's like, I'm sure there were tons of people that were like, Jesus, that skunk's like a little aggressive, you know? Like, over time, you start to tell yourself, like, yeah, fucking, that's a little weird. But who, who steamed it up so much that all of a sudden all these people started rallying around the idea that they should they should cancel it? That's what I don't understand. I don't understand how that happens. Like, clearly an idea can float across the internet or social media and then boom, it can take off. But how was there no one in there who were like, dude, really? It's a fucking cartoon character. Like, get over yourself. And like, and it just still keeps going. I don't, I just, I'm, that's the part I'm missing. I don't understand. That means there's there's that many people that are perpetuating that, mm-hmm. and they're that offended by shit, like because somebody else is, like on behalf of right. someone else. It's wild to me. It's like they they're scrolling through their Facebook feed and they see oh Pepe Le Pew, you know he's going too hard this cat, you know with some uh, what is it some rape culture undertones. It's like yeah I think they're right. So I'm gonna be against this too. Fuck Pepe. Dude, Le Pew. I didn't think about Pepe Le Pew not one fucking iota until they existed. brought it back up. That's the point. Right. Wow. Right. That's what I'm. That's the part I'm missing. And you know, and, and like we are as a society literally catering to like such a small percentage of people. You know what I mean? Like that's the that's the part I'm lately I'm really struggling with. I, I get like I get there's you know. People, people feel a certain type of way about stuff, dude, and I'm not saying you should just ignore everyone and how they feel. Like, there are definitely some things that, you know, society needs to work on, but the qu- the question for me is, like, how watered down do we make it? Mm-hmm. You know, and then when a real problem arises, how, do, how then can we look ourselves straight in the face and be like, yeah, we have, we're fucking, can- you know, yeah, we fucking canceled that Pepe Le Pew. Let's tackle racial justice. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't get it, man. That's what we're focused on. So in the summer, we were focused on, police brutality rightfully so mm-hmm. and then we went from that to fucking Pepe Le Pew right what the f- you know, what are you doing right and what's what's next someone's gonna blow up a building and then they're gonna blame Wile E. Coyote oh he watched too many cartoons this is why he did this let's cancel that too now yeah I mean or let's how would they they haven't gone after Speedy Gonzalez yet have they what, under what grounds will they go after him I don't know they make something up because he has a Hispanic last name Probably. That's probably enough. And he's always running fast. Did he ever Maybe cross someone a, could come up with some. Did he ever cross a border? I don't know if he Maybe. did. Or not. I don't <laughs> remember <laughs> enough about that. Like, I, I I'm sure there's some fucking. I'm sure somebody come up with something. 
you know, no, it's, that's what it's getting at, though. Something, you know, it could be that next. It could be something else next. It's, you know. What's interesting to me, too, though, is, like, oftentimes the people who get offended about it aren't even a part of that, like, subculture or that mm-hmm. part of society. Like, you know, if, if like, so you use the example of Speedy Gonzalez, like, it probably wouldn't be, like, a person of Mexican descent that was like, yeah, that old fucking Speedy, man, he really offended my, my people. Right. It'd be some white liberal in, like, Harvard. Yeah, like, we need to cancel Speedy because, you know, our friends that tend to live south of the border are upset about it. Like, what the fuck, dude? When they know Jack. And what I noticed, too, though, is, like, a lot of my friends, like, that are of different, you know, descent or whatever, or color or whatever, however we want to call them, like, they don't ever, my friends, people that I see, like, generally speaking, aren't ever offended by all this shit. That's the, that's the part I don't understand. Like, where does it come from and how does it keep perpetuating itself so i don't i don't understand like how it starts like you know i but i mean i do have have friends that are black and like have experiences that i don't try to ignore or deny and i'll always listen to them but i mean they're not the first ones to like throw their fucking fists in the air and say like yeah we we have a serious problem usually they'll talk to me about stuff you know that's why i don't i don't again i don't understand how this whole thing perpetuates like well maybe that's the maybe that's the thing is that people that should be offended by it aren't. So that's why other people who have nothing to even do with the race or whatever are the ones stepping up. Well, my friend is this, and he's offended. Meanwhile, the friend's standing over there, what are you talking about? It's like, no, dude, I'm not actually. I don't care. I actually liked Pepe Le Pew. It's a great show. It's funny to watch. Fuck off. Yeah, but I mean, again, and then you got like, you've seen the baby it's cold outside or whatever. Remember how they shut that one down? Right. And I think that one did actually have that song, or I guess in its original form, had some like pretty egregious, whatever. I mean, somehow it was like a traditional song. I, I don't, I, I don't pretend to listen to it or even say like I even know all the lyrics or whatever. I guess there were some overtures in it, but then WAP is like the song of the year. To this day, I've not heard the lyrics to that song, and I've not watched it. I've heard it's pretty aggressive. I think I've heard the the chorus, and that's about it. I mean, I know what WAP stands for, and it's not wings and pizza, right? But, like, it doesn't uh, – beyond that, it doesn't mean shit to me. And, like, I've never listened to the song, but what are we saying when that's, like, song of the year? Who, who Who's picking up that message? You know? I don't know. That's uh, – so what, what boils down for me is, like, I get people are going to be upset about certain things. We can't change that. We're never going to be able to change that. But it's the hypocrisy of it all that really, really bothers me. And like I said, like – Yo, man, I, you know, if you don't think like me, I want you to fucking speak out. So I know to steer fucking clear of you. Yeah. You know, like, um, I'm about free speech because then I know who is dangerous and who isn't. And, you know, who, who do we need to like help or adjust or fix or like, you know, so let them, let them fucking spew their hate shut themselves down. You know, they'll cancel themselves. It's basically what I'm getting at by being fucking stupid and intolerant and ignorant you know right yeah that's kind of how it used to go now it doesn't seem to go that way anymore oh it just it's it's uh, yeah it's kind of annoying how all these accusations come out about Cuomo, and he seems to be fine there's real no, like there's no real news about him no a lot of people no i haven't i haven't seen any of the news on like uh, so i've stayed clear of the news me too but it's impossible not to pick up some when you're scrolling through your phones if you're even kind of on social media you're going to get a little bit but so seen, that's how I know my stimulus is coming, right? I've seen more news about Pepe Le Pew than, than I have about Cuomo. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I think it's up to, like, eight accusers now. They haven't done a fucking thing. So, but I believe 
100 million times over that someone is innocent until proven guilty, even mm-hmm. someone like Cuomo. Mm-hmm. When I, when someone says, yeah, he, there's a good chance he fucking put his hands on inappropriately eight women, I'm like, well, in his case, that makes sense, right? Like, I'm, I'm comfortable thinking, like, that's a pretty logical outcome. I think he's capable of that. But he should have his day in court. But if you're if you're a sitting politician like that, your day in court doesn't come while you're a sitting governor. You need to, you should resign. I think. Yeah. I definitely don't think with accusations like that. There are some positions a person may hold where accusations are enough where they need to sort of step away, you know. And then and then and if he were to be cleared of it in court, fine. But I don't understand how you could you could expect someone to be allowed to govern over a state like that. When they when they know that there's an idea that he's probably abusing his power is yeah. all I don't know. I'm not saying it's an easy thing, but <clears throat> come on, eight, you know, eight, and it's and it's and it's against a guy who's on the side that tends to sort of dream the shit up against other people. Right, like they they damn near castrated Kavanaugh. And that guy never Basically, even he never happened like thirty but he, years ago. But he, and none of it was true though. Right. I mean, I'm sure there was some truth in some of that stuff. It's hard to fantasize just some, you know. But yeah, they fucking crushed that guy and killed killed his family. Right, you but know. when eight women come out about Cuomo, it's just like, well, it might have happened. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying is like, you know, there's no if not for double standards, it'd be none, you know. Right. And I think I don't know if the political left in the United States kind of always been that way. I'm not sure. You know, I don't agree with any of that stuff. Like, I don't give a fuck what side of the aisle you're on, dude. The sexual harassment, domestic abuse. Child pornography, pedophilia, human trafficking—like for whatever reason, there's this really disgusting undercurrent in our political climate where that's present, and it's like, how in the fuck is that a thing? And why are we not picking up on this before we elect these fucks? You know, it's weird, dude. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, if there is some sort of crazy underground fucking, you know, pedo ring, how is it that these guys can get elected and we don't vet them enough to? find shit like this. Well, I mean, beforehand. yeah, again, it's, it's, if people have said, like, yeah, it's a big fucking club and you don't belong to it, right? Mm-hmm. Thankfully. Right. Like, but obviously there's, you know, somewhere there's people enabling this and it's like, who the fuck are the enablers? Is it the other politicians? Is it law enforcement? You know, who who in these positions of power are enabling it to happen? Like, someone's hiding it, you know? Someone's helping it. Someone's facilitating it. People like Jeffrey Epstein or whatever they say was kind of one of those guys. But who now? He's gone. His girlfriend's in jail. Right. He had all those alleged hookups, right, or connections. So who's doing it now? And how come other people aren't, you know, picking up on it? Like, I, right? Who's to say he was the only one? It could have been like ten of them, and he just got caught. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I guess the guillotine just sort of fell on his head first, or whatever. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's, that's I mean, thing I guess like, it is. You know, more of it is coming out because of his girlfriend now. So allegedly, yeah. Right. Well, I mean. You know, it was no, it was no surprise that she went to jail, and all of a sudden these kids are like being found all over the country. I don't know if anyone's actually, if anyone's actually linked that to her yet, but clearly a woman like that who is an enabler and a facilitator would certainly have some nefarious contacts. You know, so maybe maybe the dominoes are starting to fall. But you know, I don't know, man. You certainly don't see much of it on the news. You might catch an article here and there, but it's just fucking disgusting. I'm paying attention to the news. I've actually done my level best not to, I've like, I got pretty sucked in. It was bad. 
Right. And I finally was able to stop. Like, dude, I hate basketball, and I watch a shitload of basketball now just so I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll find anything to prevent me from putting the news on. There's a few times where I've kind of had to, uh, based on, like, my professional life or whatever. I, I need to have access to, like, some information like that. But um, I do my best not to. I just don't even, I don't want nothing to do with it, dude. It's right. so bad, man. It's and it's hard to watch. They just spin, man. Everybody spins, left and right. I don't care who, you're, who you are, what you're saying, what fucking news station you put on. You know, the, one or the other, they're just going to feed your narrative that suits you and spin. You know, I don't think there's any objective or just fair news source out there anymore. I don't think it even exists. It's just fucking annoying. I like, I like see some of these posts. Yeah, I still I have uh, the local news, you know, channel in Long Island that posts things about Cuomo and his allegations. And I'm reading the comments on these posts, and they're just bitching about how Trump did this and Trump did that. I'm like, this is an article about Cuomo's yeah. sexual allegations. Why are you talking about Trump right now? There is definitely some fucking weird, like, love affair, albeit good or bad, with Trump. Like, people in this country are obsessed. And it was no, it was interesting, like, a lot of the ratings for these different um, news outlets, especially the ones on the left, crashed after Trump left because they didn't have shit to say anymore. Right. He was their catalyst to good ratings and clickbait, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, as much as... As much shit as they talked about him, they apparently needed his fucking ass, and those are those are in the end going to be probably golden years of fake news or whatever you might want to call it. You know, fake news or whatever it was. They're but they were making a shitload of money. Yeah, probably not. Obviously, that's why they're not fucking letting it go. I don't know. I so the only the one thing I do do as far as news is concerned is I found this uh, this thing you just subscribe to. It's called like fourteen forty something or other. I don't even know how I learned about it. I just get an email every day and they just do like a brief, almost like bullet points on kind of some of the topics. And then if I feel like looking more, I will, but generally speaking, I don't because they'll do like little blurbs on what it is, how it happened and sort of, but they don't, they, to my, so far, I've never read anything they put in this email that would suggest like they push it one way or the other. Hmm. They just sort of very flatly state this, that, or the other, you know, so. Yeah, that's that's about the only th- only thing I keep up with on like any kind of headlines. And then obviously there's there's residual shit you're gonna pick up if you're on any social media platform. It's unavoidable. It's gonna it's gonna creep in there somehow. Eventually. So, but not much you can do about that. But, yeah. Well, I don't have to worry about it. I'm not there anymore. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. In the New York context, I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that we've ever. I'm sure Utah's had its share of scandals. There's nothing that I've like this since I've been here, you know. So I don't know. We'll see. You, yeah, fucking, you know, Utah's like, yeah, fuck it. You don't need a permit to carry a gun anymore. Like they're getting like looser, you know. Yeah. This is like the fucking welcome to the wild wild west and shit, right? Yeah, well, yeah. What if you get at Texas and there's another state that just opened up, right? Like 100. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. In, in that regard, um, Florida has basically, I think, been fairly open. That dude DeSantis, he's he's going to be a heavy hitter here before too long because, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he's a Republican, but, I mean, everyone seems to love him because he just makes decisions that, like, help people. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't fucking lose businesses and shit. God forbid. Um, and I guess, like, comparatively, Florida's stats are right on par with, like, you know, California or something who had just egregious lockdowns, right? So I don't, I'm sure the science or the numbers or whatever, it'll all come out, but... Yeah. Yeah, Texas is open. 
Mississippi actually was the first one, and then Texas went. And uh, I think uh, here in specific, like in Utah, I think April they're looking April tenth. I don't remember if there was a benchmark we had to hit before that or not. Yeah, I was actually looking at the I can't remember, but the Utah government site the other day, it says there's about fourteen percent of the populations are vaccinated. So yeah, so I've known a few people here in Utah that have gotten the vaccine, and seems like they rolled it out pretty well. I still don't know where I'm at on it, but. You know, they opened up the the VA opened it up eighteen and older. So any any veteran can go. So veterans, if you're listening and you're interested, eighteen and older, you can go get your vaccine. And if you don't mind getting two shots, it's that Johnson and Johnson is fairly new, so it's not really everywhere yet. Right, but that's like so. That's what um, that Biden, I guess, has come out and said. Like, yeah, you could, you know, we'll probably be some things will probably open. That's part of it is because. That Johnson and Johnson, that's a single shot. So, you know, obviously you're going to be able to say, hey, this X amount more people got vaccinated that much faster because they don't have to wait that month, you know, for a second shot or whatever. So, I think both my grandparents have been vaccinated now. I think my mom has. You know, they're obviously my mom, you know, is immunocompromised, so she's higher risk. Like, you know, so um, I don't know. So, I don't, I'm not pro vax. I'm not anti vax. I'm not any of that. Like, I think people need to make a choice, but. You know, Lori and I were talking about it, and, like, I'm definitely going to steer clear of probably having my kids get this one because we don't know enough of the long-term stuff, you know? Right. Like, my daughters, like, could it impact, like, having kids down the road or any of those things? Like, yeah. I, I don't, don't know I, about I don't think stuff. I have a problem getting vaccinated for COVID-19, but I don't want to have to deal with getting two shots. If, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to look and see if there's a Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. Scenario, just get the one-and-done deal. And that's yeah, I'll probably wait, too. Just to be honest, like, and you know, just let this fucking thing play out, dude. Like I was saying before, like, yeah. don't, you don't buy first model, bro. You know, I think that's sound advice. And if enough other people get vaccinated, we won't have to worry about it. That's true. Unless they fucking get real Nazi and make you carry the fucking card. They've been talking about shit like that, dude, like having papers and shit. But th- I think that's, I think that's like airlines just doing that on their own, right? It's I don't not know. government regulated. I have no idea. That would be fucked up. Oh, do you wish to see my papers before I freely travel across the United States of America? Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Fuck you. 98% of the other Americans got it. Dude, that's just like, that's a bit much, I think, man. Because especially because the FDA approved this under emergency use. It's not an actual vaccine yet. It's not a, it's not a, a real, you know, a fully approved vaccine. They approved it for emergency use. That's a different scenario. Right. And that removes liability. Go figure. Right. So how can you how can you then make me carry papers on a unproven vaccine in emergency use? You know, I, I mean, if you want me to show you a negative test, fine, I'll, I'll show you a negative test. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But as far as the vaccination goes, what are people just going to be required to carry their fucking medical records around? Like how come how come you don't make me prove I got a fucking flu shot every year? No one gives a fuck about the flu. Right. Lots of people die of the flu every year. No well, one says let, no one bats let, a fucking eyelash. They let sick, nasty motherfuckers get yeah, on planes right. all the time. Cold, that, flu, right. whatever the fuck else. Dude, if you got on a plane like you and you were breathing the recirculated air, nine times out of ten, when you were done with your trip, you were getting sick. Just is what it is, dude. I guess I have to take back my previous statement earlier in the episode. Then, if that happens, I will be doing more road trips across the country. <laughs> all the papers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless I get the Johnson and Johnson. Then I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know where I'm at on it, man. I mean, you know, and the, the other thing is, like, a lot of people are like, "Well, okay, so you're gonna give a shot to people for 
sickness that was basically 99% cure, like, like survivable. survivable. Yeah, survivable yeah. So are you going to make it 99.5%? Like, the whole thing's fucked up. I mean, like I said, my brother has asthma. He has really bad asthma. And he went, got through it fine. Um, I know other people that got through it fine and they have other underlying conditions. It's just, I don't know. It definitely seems to be a very individual thing. Um, who gets it right. and how it affects them, you know. And then there are some people that have had some pretty nasty runs with the the vaccine too. Like one, like a lot of it's one or the other. One of the shots is probably going to make you kind of sick. Right. And the people have been saying like, yeah, I was fucking tits up for, you know, off my second shot or whatever for a couple of days. I'm not saying they're full on COVID, but. Yeah, pretty much everyone I know that's gotten it said it's the, it's the second shot yeah. that'll catch you. Sounds like my grandma, my grandmother um, was okay for both. There's, there's people that have been fine. You know, a lot of people are just saying, like, oh, yeah, my arm hurts. Like, you know, and I still wonder, like, <laughs> what happened to me with all the shit that the military put in me? You know, I've had smallpox. I've had I haven't had, I've had some or all of the anthrax shots. Like, I've had a bunch of shit, you know? Yeah. Who knows? I don't – we do not – do you even remember how many shots you got when you landed up in boot camp? Like, it was a bunch, wasn't it? Like, four or five that. plus the one in the ass? By the time they do that, you're already awake for, like, 32 hours. So I don't even we'll have to reach out to one of our drill instructor friends and see if yeah. they remember if they even know what we were getting. Yeah, I wonder if they even know. knew. You know, I, I would. Wouldn't you think they would know? To make because like medical and dental at that early stage is super important. So I have to reach out to my doc from Iraq and see if he knows. Yeah, or I'll hit mine up. Either way, we're gonna have to get back to everybody on that. I'm just curious at this point because I know we've had the anthrax. I know we've had penicillin well, shots. <laughs> the thing is, how much of the anthrax did you get? You had to get like six shots yeah. to make sure you finish that series. And coincidentally, hey guys, anyone who's listening, if you're out there and you actually can prove that you got the full series of anthrax, your blood is worth a lot of money. There's there's like blood plasma places that'll pay you for that. Oh, sure, yeah, real talk. Like if you if you can prove that you had the full series, and I think it was around six or seven shots. So that dude, that's like fucking fire in a can, man. That or you know, in a shot when your arms just on fire. Sucked. I don't. I don't miss the, the the smallpox shot. Wasn't fun either. That I did not get to experience. I've, yeah, I've had that. If there was a smallpox outbreak, I'm fucked. You have a big bubble on your arm. It's fucking. Gross. Heard, you yeah. can't touch it. No. You, can't, yeah. you have to have biohazard bags at your house to like cover all the get rid of all the shit. I'm kind of glad I didn't have to go through that. But if there is ever an outbreak, I'm screwed. Well, I mean, yeah. My question was like, why did they do that? Smallpox hadn't really been around for a long, long time. Very long time. You know. Unless they think somebody's concocting something. I'm somewhere. just saying, yeah, I don't recall, like, why it was all of a sudden a thing in the military, though, you know. Like, suddenly it was a thing, and we just had to go do it. It wasn't even a thing, like, in general. It wasn't until Iraq where yeah, everyone that was going, they were like, all right, you need a smallpox shot now. I was like, well, I can't. Why? You have eczema? Yes. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why, but apparently they you can't get that vaccine when you have eczema. Interesting. Your skin must not be able to suffer about your Because, obviously, eczema is a... Topical skin issue. Right. Probably can't fucking fight it off or something. Because that shit, dude, it fe- it, you feel like it's growing on you. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't necessarily remember what chicken pox was like, but it was, you know, where you got the shit on you. Like, I don't remember what chicken pox felt like, but I can tell you what shingles felt like. Shingles sucks, dude. It does. I, I had it on my head. I think I got a mild case of it. I had it on my fucking head. Really? The most annoying thing. Especially when I know. Sleep. Yeah, there's like versions of it. You can kind of get it by your eye, and then some people oh, get it on your rib or in your spine. Like, it's in your spine. And it can, if you get that red line around your rib cage, 
Um, I think Lori, Lori battled it once, and it's normal. Mm-hmm. I always thought shingles was like this little disgusting, nasty thing that old people got because that's kind of what the fucking commercials used to make it seem like. Right, yeah. But if you had chicken pox, odds are you're probably going to run into some shingles. Oh, you already have it, yeah. Because it's, it's just sitting in you. But um, I got pretty lucky, though. I caught it in time because like, my whole forehead was getting swollen yeah. until maybe about a half an inch from my eye. Oh, really? And they were like, good thing you came in when you did, because if that would Well, I could fuck people yeah. up, yeah. I, th- I wonder, um, I kind of thought I might have had a little run of it, mm. but I wonder if... Oh, you'd know. I'd have to look if the smallpox shot can prevent that, though. Because that's basically what smallpox is. It's a nasty... You know what I mean? It's a pox. It's all in the family, so... Right. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that the shingles, though, was like a, a chicken pox thing, you know? Yeah, it sucks. It's just like an unchecked... At least it's only, like... It just, like... It's like one little area. It's not like chicken pox. When you Dude, people go hole. tits up with that, yeah. though. People go tits up because it's like it fucks your immune system up. You get super tired and, like, you're back and achy. And, yeah. You always feel like shit. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, – You always feel like you're getting the flu. I felt, like it, the feet I felt like it lasted, like, a couple weeks. I think Lori battled that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. I still have some, like, scarring on my head from it. So. When was this? This wasn't that long ago. October. During COVID. That's a fucking – Sucks, I got about everything else during the pandemic but COVID. <laughs> in the hottest, one of the hottest areas in the country. Shingles. I think I had like a cold at one time. What else happened? You actually went and got tested thinking you might have COVID, didn't you? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, the ear infection. I had an ear infection and shingles at the same time. Wow. That's why I thought I had COVID. I was fucked up. Knock on wood, dude. I was just been running around doing my own thing and having to really. That's what I was worried about. I, you know, you're always saying how I'm in the middle of the fucking epicenter of COVID and I never get it. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to move out to Utah. Week one, I'm going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to – so get this, dude. This is how ridiculous some of the shit is, though. Like, so I was just at the school for two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to go get – I had to produce a negative test 72 hours out. They don't ask you what you did for those 72 hours after you got the negative test, right? So I go get a rapid test. Right. It's got to be within 72 hours. But there's no mention of what happens within those 72 hours. So you're talking about a 15-minute period of my life where I proved I had a negative test with an unchecked 72 hours, got on a plane, showed up at this place, produced my negative test, and then sat right next to people in class, right? They took all these extra precautions, and then they shoved us on a bus for a practical exercise where we were on top of each other. I'm like, what was the point of all this? So from the test till the day you flew, you could have licked like 100 handrails or something. Yeah. and had it. That's my point. Super and they, but they don't ever, they don't bring that part up. They don't ask that. You know what I mean? They want, it's just become this thing. Well, they're just saying you're required to have a test. Like, you know, and then, and they're planning to do it at a larger scale at like sporting events. So 72 hours prior to going to a game, you have to have a negative test, but then you can go sit with 5,000 other people who might still have it because within those 72 hours, like you just said, they could have gotten it. What are we doing? The human race is dumb. It's like, is it just, are you just, does it just make you feel better that, you know? Maybe. Maybe that's all it is. Oh, dude. I don't get it. If that's the case, I'll just go find my fucking negative test results and just keep changing the damn date on it. <laughs> Scan it in. Edit it on PDF. Oh, yeah. And then you should have seen the, that's the other thing is like, the, the piece of paper they gave me mm-hmm. was like the most unofficial fucking thing ever. And I'm like, really? This is what you gave me? And I had heard, like, and then the, the test itself was weird. Like, I had heard, you know, I watched my daughter get tested, and they, like, touched a fucking medulla oblongata in the back of her neck through her nose, right? And mine was like, whoop. I'm like, that's it? 
You know, I was like ready to get my fucking brain punched, and the dude barely even touched my nose. I'm like, oh, they don't okay, even cool. have a standard way of testing. I've had it done twice, two different times. There's a spit test and a swab test, right? Well, both were swabs. And if you're in China, they can go through the ass. But so the one dude stuck it up one nostril, pretty much to the back of my fucking neck, and held it there for ten seconds. That sucks. It's very annoying. That's what Kaya did. Then the other person that did the other test did both nostrils, not as far back. But still pretty up there, but yeah. both nostrils, one right after the other. Yeah, so I had both nostrils done, but the guy just basically swabbed around for three seconds and, and pulled it up. Cleaned out the boogers. Yeah, right. dude. Like, I don't. That's my. That's so inconsistent, man. I just don't want to really get yeah, it. Yeah, even the test isn't like a, a regulated standard thing. Oh man, I don't know, dude. Interesting. And like the flu is just doesn't. It's not even a thing anymore. It's not even. It's just gone. Whatever, man. Well, let's, look, let's hope enough people get vaccinated, though, so we don't have to worry about it and everything opens up. There's some stuff opening up. It's happening. You know, there's, hopefully, I just hope some of the sporting events come back. I mean, the, the Jazz are running games. They're not filling up. But uh, Utah Warriors, that's rugby here for people who don't know. They're uh, they're going to open up, and they're going to let people in, but they don't really pack out anyway. So um, not, to, not to worry there. But Yeah, I think they're letting fans at spring training games so far. Are they? Yeah. In what state? In Florida? Florida and probably I think Arizona is the other state. Arizona is the other big one, right? Are they letting them in though? I don't think Arizona. I don't know is like open, open, but I think there are. I know the Islanders have started letting people in. So <laughs> remember the Mets and other baseball teams? They were doing those cardboard cutouts of people. Yeah. So the Islanders are doing the same thing, but they're also letting fans in. So you could see people, real people, in the stands, but they're sitting next to cardboard cutouts of other people that they don't even know. That's <laughs> fucking, fucking weird. That's funny. How fucking weird is that? Yeah. So. But I think they are because I, my brother and my friends are talking about how they're going to Mets games in April. So yeah, they had their tickets and everything already. So well, yeah, dude. Uh, so in New York, they started opening up with the Bills, like in the playoffs. They opened up oh, right, to right. let some of them in Buffalo. Shout out to Buffalo. They successfully prevented Hair Cuomo from coming to a playoff game, they signed a position, petition and were like, no, fuck you. Yeah, he, well, he was talking so much shit, like, you know, about Western New York or whatever, like, you know, fuck him. I mean, dude, there's a lot of reasons they hate that fucking guy. I was going to say, that's another thing we forgot to mention, was just, you know, all these accusations that are against him, it's almost making people forget about all the, the fucked up Bosch numbers. The nurse, yeah, the nursing home yeah. shit is, this nursing home stuff is fucking pretty egregious. And they're saying, uh, they're saying it happened in Michigan, too, like basically the same thing, you know, and old Governor Whitmer. But these are people in their administrations coming out and say that. That's a little different. These are people that were appointed by him or hired by him or what have you. Like his people, top advisors. Yeah, people right? like close to them that are, are saying, hey, like, no, actually, this whole thing is fucked. So it's a little different when that happens. It's not just some guy fucking around the corner saying, hey, I read this article, like, you fucking botched it. It's like, these are real people that were actually a part of some of this decision making. So, I mean... Is what it is, dude. Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm again, just back to the vaccine thing. Like, I'm pretty up in the air about it, but I kind of want fucking my life back, dude. Like, mm -hmm. you know, to be a little more normal and have some routine. Like, I am going to start going back to my office a little bit more often. So, that's, I never thought I'd say I was looking forward to that, but. I just want to go back to something as simple as not having to try to remember to put a fucking mask on when I want to go into a. 7-Eleven or something. You know what's crazy is that that actually hasn't become a thing that I'm totally used to yet. Like, I, first, I still forget a lot, actually, mm -hmm. like, to put it on. Oh, here, most people don't 
kinship. Yes. Well, it's a little different here, but yeah, there's there are some places here where they're gonna fucking fight you if you don't put a mask on, and there's a lot of other places they don't give a fuck. So yeah. we'll see how we'll see how in April it goes because there's still some big chains that could potentially require you to wear a mask, you know. Like, mm-hmm. So I'm wondering how that how well that's gonna go. The whole mask thing is kind of ridiculous, man. I see like a lot of influencers and shit that are anti-mask, and then they'll they'll post a picture of themselves, mm-hmm. and like they'll you'll see in their reflection that their, their mask is like under their chin or something. You know, it's like come on, guys. Like, what are you, you know? But you just a minute ago you launched some fucking video diatribe fucking about being anti-mask. Like, I'm not pro-mask. I'm not anti-mask. I'm pretty much pro fucking let me make my own choice. But you know, I'm also not stupid and gonna fucking. I'm realistic, right? Like there's some shit I, I have to do because that's life. And there's no way I could get around it. Not wearing a mask. Right. Just do you just like, like we're not, power. you know, in my house, we're not culturally sensitive to it, right. you know, because it's a, it's an, it's, it is a very Asian thing, but the difference I would say in Asia is healthy. People aren't running around wearing masks. It's people who don't feel good. Right. We got it ass backwards. Now everybody's got, well, no, fuck. Everybody's got, no, not everybody's got to wear one. Just people who don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, man. And if you're so scared, fucking wear your mask, dude. You know, wear it. it dude, I, I remember seeing people in airports with masks on and stuff prior to all this. It's because they understand, like, circulated air, it's possible they're going to get sick. Right. You know, so there are some germaphobes and shit that have traveled in the past, and you're like, holy shit, that's a little weird. But really, they're just, you know, germ conscious. Mm-hmm. Fine. Nothing wrong with that. This whole thing has just been crazy, man. Yeah, we'll see, man. It's, it's going to be interesting. I'm hoping, you know, I'm a state employee. I don't know where I'm going to fall in as far as can they make it mandatory for me to get a vaccine or not just to go back to my office for a couple days a week. So I don't know, but at least I'll, I'll probably have a opportunity to work from home quite a bit now where before it wasn't even a thing. Right. So sorry about that. But. All right, man. Well, you know, I look forward to doing this dude. We're going to, so this is event like it always was, but you know, the vent, veterans vetting, venting, um, we'll, uh, we're still going to have vets come on, like, you know, our guy Tommy and whoever else wants to come. We'll always work it out and we'll, you know, maybe a little, like, shit shows, but less shitty. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, if people need more bird men, they can just listen to Operation. That's fair. Good plug. I like that. Yeah, we're, you know, and then check out my guy Robbie on the sun with Robbie Horn. That's another one. And uh, I produce uh, a couple and we put out the pugilist on the same channel. You know, we talk about mixed martial arts, and, you know, here comes the vent, man. The vent's coming back, so, um, yeah, it's good times. Um, well, before we go, I just want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Drew Brees, officially retired. I'm actually happy about that. Yeah. The motherfucker broke 11 ribs and still tried to play last year. Like, yep. I think uh, I think it's time. I don't like seeing dudes, I say this all the time, like fighting games and, all, and, yeah. and any of these physical games, I don't like seeing them go too long. You know, I understand, like, why they would want to. Mm-hmm. You know, these warriors, these dudes that are – built to play these sports aren't built to retire but at the same time it's like dude why don't you just enjoy your kids yeah, he's got his money like he's while got his can, ring like while you can walk you know without fucking having to shoot up and get medicated and all that shit yeah. like enjoy your kids man fuck yeah I hate it when they go too long I, I mean he I'm not saying you know I don't know I don't think he retired too early he probably could have kept playing, but I mean, he's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady, who knows how much Tom Brady's like invested in his body to stay as healthy as he is. Yeah. And he could also just be a freak, but I, I, you didn't see any kind of um, degradation in Brady as you did in Breeze this year. Oh, yeah. Breeze was obviously not as good 
as he normally was. So he also he's coming off a torn rotator. Or he had a torn rotator cuff in addition to the rib injuries and stuff. So it's like, dude, what are you doing? Why why would you keep doing that to yourself? You know. So Tom Brady, I think, other than the knee, has largely been crazy healthy his whole career. Yeah, he really hasn't had much. So maybe a, a spring thumb or something yeah. here and there. Well, more. I mean, that's just nature of being a quarterback. Right. Yeah, shout out to Drew, man. And, and, and Drew Brees, dude, loves the Marine Corps. He spent a ton of time with Marines for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. How, how, however that happened, I'm not really sure. I mean, I know, you know, fourth Marines is down there in New Orleans now, but I think even before that, you know, he's visited and he has some kind of affection with Marines. So I've always kind of paid attention to him. I thought, just thought that was cool. So yeah, then hell of a career, man, you know. He he owns a shitload of records. Yeah. So good for and he's in in theory, he's not your prototype quarterback. He's too short. You know. He's, he, yeah. Well, basically he's too short. That's why he's always looking up. But yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, good for him. And he had that. Didn't he blow his shoulder early in his career? Like he shouldn't even. Uh, I thought a lot of people were curious if he'd ever even play again. Yeah, I think when he was on the Chargers. Yeah. Right. Isn't that why he left? So it's a career. You know, he owns a, it's a, a Hall of Fame career that almost never happened. Right. right. So. Pretty wild. So. All right, man. We'll uh, we'll shut this one down, but we'll uh, we'll probably do weekly or more, just whenever. You know, obviously we can if we feel like it, we can just do it whenever we want now. But yeah, um, yeah, man. Coming back at you, man. We're firing it back up. So thanks everybody for listening. Stay tuned, and uh, we'll keep bringing uh, bringing episodes. And you know, we're gonna like I said, we'll try to stay away from some of the politics. So if there's any anything you want us to talk about, shoot shoot us an email. Same as always, the vent with Hack Daniels at gmail.com or HackDanielsMeet at gmail.com and Operation Unknown, the whole deal. It's all gmail.com something, so just figure it out and hit us up. Or DM us. It's all good. Thanks for listening.